0: Hey Mike. Hey Shane. How's it going? It's great. How are you today? Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Good to hear. Spent the day hunting down a tile cutter. Ooh, one of those fun little saw things. Those are handy. Yeah, yeah, they're they're fun. They're fun. They're not fun was... at all. What am I talking about? <laughs> Cutting messy. tiles. They're so messy. Like there's <laughs> there's a rug I use. It's like a shitty old carpet in in mm-hmm. my basement, but like it's it's definitely ruined now. Like it's covered oh, yeah. in water. It's like, you know, so anyway, that's uh so yeah, my day was uh kind of whatever, but I look forward to this, man. So Hell yeah. Here we are. Too. The new noise. Welcome, welcome everybody, welcome people listening on the podcast, welcome people here on Twitch. Oh yeah. It's uh it's all good. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. get into it. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I'm stoked. Uh, well, right we now. got a lot to talk about. I- I'm cool with jumping in right away. Um because last week was pretty much the biggest week of the year so far i'd say it was 100%. and yeah and like quite honestly like i don't know I, there's lots to talk about i i really want your take on on some of these records oh yeah which one do you want to start with um well i'll i'd like to start with the one that i couldn't stop listening to okay and that was the can Nick i take Ant- a guess I think I just spoiled it. But yes, you can.
1: I didn't hear you, so. Okay, okay. Um I'm, I'm going to say that it's the new
0: Hail the Sun record. I did listen to that one a lot, too. Okay. Um but Which one can't you stop spinning though? I can't stop spinning the new Cannibal Corpse album. It's phenomenal. It like it really is. It it you know, so my my fandom of Cannibal Corpse stretches back to high school and mm-hmm. you know some of those records like tomb and the mutilated and and especially the bleeding i think the bleeding was the record that really put them on the map and mm-hmm. then and then when uh corpse grinder joined the band and uh they put out uh bloodthirst i love that record and so it was, it was in fact it's one of my favorite extreme metal records ever and this record reminded me a lot of that album mm-hmm. i feel like it's
1: a uh- brand new almost rebirth of the band with this record like it's a yeah. lot better than their last couple of outings i think it's just so much fun and i'm not gonna say it's like the most innovative death metal record ever but no like no the, these guys kind of invented the genre so i'm not expecting that from them i'm expecting that classic sound and these guys really brought a refined version of that that i enjoyed all the way through yeah and i mean yeah, it it's got this feel to it that's just like, how do I want to describe it? Um, we made this genre, so we're gonna do whatever the hell we want within it.
0: The parts never seem out of place, though. It, it always seems like it's just like, like I love metal records that are like that. Like it's like, okay, this part's cool. Like what's next? And then they just mm-hmm. give it to you. Yeah, and like that. That first track, I forget the title of it, but the first track it just it just grabs you and it does not let you go Mm-mm. for the next whatever forty two minutes, forty or whatever. minutes or so. Yeah, it is it's just like, a brutal I think it's a ride. Ph- a phenomenal record. The probably the I mean, I think I think Cannibal Corpse has never made a bad record, but mm-hmm. this could be their best record in fifteen to twenty years. Oh uh, yeah, it's definitely it, one of this, my favorites on some of the originals. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It brought me back to what made me fall in love with metal in the first place just that mm-hmm. energy and that power yeah i think it's a really great record i think that the um addition of eric rutan into the band you could tell that was a little bit more uh like a little more cohesive i guess is the word
1: yeah it it felt a little bit less chaotic than the cannibal corpse records without him and it felt like they really kind of um, took that energy and polished it. It's still definitely chaotic, don't get me wrong. It's an extreme death metal record, yeah. But it just felt so everything felt like it fit together and it was just really well written. And I almost want to say orchestrated as a whole like, it oh, feels yeah. like
0: a really good, solid piece 100%. But uh, we can talk about the Hail of the Sun record, yeah. I mean, I mentioned it, let's talk about it, as you know. Um, Donovan and I are, are close friends. Oh yeah, uh, he's even a member of the All Access Club. Yeah, uh, he is. So, you know, he's he's a phenomenal dude, one of my favorite people, but mm-hmm. an even more phenomenal musician. Oh. Um, th- the thing that is actually interesting, though, is like, yes, the drum work and the and the vocal work that he does is great mm-hmm. on this record. I was very impressed with the guitar work and the song. Stepped writing. it up on this record.
1: Yeah, I think. This band has finally found kind of the groove that they want to like, I think, I'm not going to say settle into because they're such an innovative band. And each record, they do something a little bit different and it brings a new flavor. But this is kind of, I think, peak Hail the Sun. They've really found the spot that I think is going to get them the recognition that they've deserved for so long and bring a lot of popularity to the band. It's just just like the Candle Corpse record, it's insanely well written, start to back, and it just feels like such a good, cohesive effort.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I uh, People are saying you're quiet. I think I just turned you up. We'll see if that's better. Yeah. Uh, no, man, I, I, I have to agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. And there's two more I'd like to get to from last week that I listened to. I've got way more than that. I, I bet you do. Uh, here, what do you Mike, want to get to next, Mike? Will you crank crank up your volume a little bit on your end? Uh, just yeah. How on about the computer that? side, is that is that better, people? For Mike, I d- I don't want you guys yeah. to not hear him. I can turn down a little bit too, but I'm I'm pretty quiet on my end. Anyway, we'll see what they say. We'll see. I can keep turning up until they
1: say I'm good. So let's see. How about now? If I'm
0: good, say taco. Yes. If he's good, taco. Okay. There we go. We fixed it. Watch, now people are going to say that I'm too quiet. Anyway. Okay, they're um, saying taco, we're good. They're saying taco, we're good. Um, So let's talk about the two that I listen to a lot. And let's start with Sleep Society from While She Sleeps. This is a great record too. Incredible. I think
1: this is While She Sleeps' best work. Um, aside from maybe Silent Speaks featuring Ali, I think that's the best song they're ever going to write. I don't think it's going to get better than that. (laughs) Just because that song is easily one of my favorite metalcore songs ever. But as a whole, this record, I like this better than You Are We, I like this better than So What, I like this better than any of their past efforts. I feel like they've finally found a way to capture their spirit of the band and really bring it home on a recording and just Make it awesome. Like this record, it feels DIY, but it feels t- high level production. Yeah. Everything is great about it. And like such a cool story behind this record too, because I just found this out. Okay. They self released everything, like all the vinyl shipments, CD shipments and everything like that based on the rules. Because of that, they can't chart in the UK. Because oh, they weird. don't have a distributor or something like that. Oh, weird. That's crazy rule. But they did so to maximize profits so that they could rehire their touring staff during the pandemic, rehire like all of their crew and everything like that, and make sure that they're still employed during like these crazy hard times for a lot of people in the music industry. And I think that that's just such an awesome story. And I don't know how to describe it because besides like that's so while she sleeps and yeah. You just get that entire energy throughout this record of DIY awesomeness.
0: Yeah. What did you no, think about it? No, I 100% agree with you. Um, they're like the most punk band ever, but then they do it in like... They're like punk, but they still care. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's yeah. it's that kind of punk, which I, I love. I love the band so much. I think they're great people too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say what really threw me for a loop in, in a good way was yeah. the was the Derek Wibley of Sum 41 feature. It was so good. Like it came I out saw, of nowhere. I, I know. I was listening to the the record and then and then I just I didn't notice. It, like mm-hmm. I noticed kind of right as the track was beginning and I was like, oh shit. And then like <laughs> there he is. Like it's the first yeah. vocal the first vocal is him. Which which it's, like it's almost like a thing. it's a strange
1: thing. move for a feature too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I loved it though. It was
0: great. I, I oh, feel I like loved this it. I this record's
1: it. one of the most innovative metalcore records I've heard all
0: year. Yeah, um, yeah. To, I even can't to say call it, bad about it. Even to call it a metalcore record doesn't it doesn't justify no. it because it's more than that, you know. Yeah, uh, a lot here. No, this. I, I want to spend a little more time with this record because I think I only <laughs> listened to it once all the way through, and then yeah. I, I listened to that uh, Derek Wilby song a few times. <laughs> but, but yeah, honestly, like this could be in the contention. Uh, at the end of the year, oh, I would not be surprised um, to see this album on
1: people's top tens.
0: Really it's good record,
1: absolutely incredible,
0: and uh, and the number one record from last week, holding of absence, uh, a big record, a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I cried, so <laughs> there's that. Yeah, just gonna let it out there, cause
1: man, this record was. I knew it was going to be intense emo- or an intense emotional record, but. Some of the songs just absolutely came out gunning for me. Like let me look up the name of the track because I gotta remember it.
0: Where is it at? Um Oh we'll wait, Mike. God, I don't don't, even don't don't even worry about it. Well here's Cur- the thing. Curse me I, with your kiss. Like that's the third track on the album. Yeah, like, yeah. Boom. Just
1: Right in your feels, this record doesn't stop being emotional. Like I love all the spoken word parts on it too. I think it's just beautiful. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's one of those like sometimes I like to compare metal to like classical music because I think that they're very similar. They're very both very grandiose at times, and this is one of those records that if I think if you transposed it to
0: orchestra, it would fit very very well. I know. There is like an orchestral aspect to it. Mm-hmm. There used to be this band. You, you probably don't remember them, Mike. They're before your time. Uh, they're called Elliot. They were. Yep, uh, before my time. What's that? Yeah, before As your time. They're called Elliot. Yeah. They were on Revelation Records, I believe. They put out kind of two. Like, I remember them putting two records out uh, and, and broke up. But they were really different mm-hmm. in that emo punk world in that they had that same very emotional sometimes orchestral just very intense like you could just feel the pain in the yeah. vocals and i get that from this record more so than i've really heard in the last few years um mm-hmm. and, and this this band is hard to classify as well yeah because of that but what, what really struck me about this record was like I was listening to it and I kind of got lost in it. The songs, some of the songs are very long. Like there's a seven minute song mm-hmm. on here. There's almost all the songs are over, are like approaching five minutes um, or or over five minutes. But it never really bored me. No, it definitely doesn't I, feel that way. I, I Yeah, it's a long record, but I never felt bored bored about it. And it this feels like a record that could really sort of be a game changer in terms of mm-hmm. influence, um, almost so. in a similar way, uh, when brand new put out their second album, Dejean Tandu*, mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the band is, uh, has been shunned and canceled, but you know, that, you that still record knowledge history and things well, like Well, that. and that record was such a game changer at the time, partly mm-hmm. because of, because it broke some rules and the songs were long and it, you know, mm-hmm. and this, this has a similar kind of vibe to it. I found where it was 100%. like, I know I don't know if I've heard anything quite like this, at least not in a long time.
1: It reminds me a lot of I'm gonna say like a lighter noya. Uh one of my albums from my album of the year list earlier or, or last year. Um, just extremely brutally honest about the subject matter and the heartbreak that it's talking about. Yeah. And man, that record just took me for a spin. I was yeah, cleaning some records when I put it on and I found about two songs in, or no, it was the third song. Um, I had to stop and just like sit down and enjoy it. Cause I was like, I'm not getting anything done. I'm getting distracted by how good <laughs> this album is. I just need to acknowledge it and let it be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely hey.
1: incredible record though.
0: There we go. No. And that's okay. Uh, anything else to touch on real quick? We've spent yeah. like 15 minutes on, <laughs> on just last um, week, but it was a big week.
1: So I just want to talk about two EPs that I listened to um, last week. I want to talk about that Bellhaven EP as well. That was our number four from last week. And I don't know if you got a chance to check it out, but these guys are absolutely incredible. I love the EP the entire way through. I wouldn't be surprised if this band starts blowing up. Cool. It's a ton of fun, and it sucks that they had so many big releases to compete with as a new band. Yeah. Uh, Same thing with the next band I'm going to talk about, but... This EP was absolutely amazing. It was something that I found myself coming back to because it's a short EP, 15, 20 minutes. And I found myself coming back to it because it just fits space and time like EPs do. And it was absolutely awesome. Every song is a banger. And then the other EP, also from Australia. This is a band that I didn't mention because I found this band over the weekend. Oh, okay. Um, Absolutely awesome band. They're called All Hours. They put out their EP called Perspectives. Um, I want to say that this band is kind of like a good merge between Stand Atlantic and Settle Your Scores and maybe a little A Day to Remember Old School, where it's kind of got that easy core vibe. It mostly focuses on the pop punk aspect, though, and it was just a lot of fun. It reminded me of a sound that I haven't heard in a long time. Sweet. And... I'm here for it. Wow. It was great E P.
0: No, with everything I, you know, needed to get to this week, I'm shocked mm-hmm. that I I mean that's why I missed Bellhaven, for example, but uh know I'm shocked you were able to get even more out of it, Mike. Yeah. But this man has this man has a a shower head that plays him music. Okay. I do. So he is he is all twenty four hours a day listening to music, probably. Hundred percent. I try. Probably. I'm, I am watching through Inked Master right now too, so
1: Not all music. (laughs) Okay.
0: All right. Well, um, we got another big week this week. Let's talk about some new music. The top five most anticipated albums of the week. Mike, let's start with number five.
1: All right. First one. So this is the only international band coming out this week. I know normally we try and have a couple more. But uh, coming out of Leicester in the United Kingdom, we've got the new EP silence by this band called monasteries
0: yeah uh i don't think i'm familiar with this band so mm-hmm. please enlighten me and the people so this is a deathcore band
1: nice and heavy nice and fast uh if i had to describe them to, or compare them to anything it sounds a lot like bound in fear or beyond deviation um mm-hmm. just absolutely incredible it's i know that there's a lot of like really down tempo slow deathcore and there's a lot of like blisteringly fast deathcore like brand sacrifice uh this is nice and solid in the middle they've got some hardcore influences in there and overall i think this ep is going to be a lot of fun for everybody that's kind of into the more extreme music it's honestly awesome i love all three singles that they've put out um it's just gonna be cool
0: yeah well i'm, I'm just on their spotify page here and mm-hmm. it looks like they've released you know a few a couple eps and a bunch of singles uh, yep. no full length as of yet uh, by the looks of it so that's kind of interesting you know that uh, that they've been a band since seem, seems a little, like a little while and still no mm-hmm. full length yeah and I mean maybe that's just
1: kind of the mood that they're going for they planned on putting out a full length and then everything happened it's like right. yeah maybe an EP smarter who knows I'm not super familiar with the band myself I've just recently kind of gotten into their music with seeing the singles come out but I've been thoroughly impressed enough to put them at number five this week
0: okay there so it is
1: i'm excited to listen to it
0: there it is uk deathcore monasteries from the uk all right let's move on how about a uh, number four
1: number four and we're gonna see a common theme this week but this is another deathcore band uh they're from atlanta georgia and this is a band called left to suffer and their new
0: ep called on death yeah no i think i know left to suffer a little bit mm-hmm. um Would you call them deathcore? I I felt like they were more like a hardcore band. Maybe Um, I'm making... The singles I've heard are pretty deathcore. Okay. Okay.
1: So, for example, uh, they've got three features on this EP. They've got Tom Barber from Chelsea Grin. Oh, yeah. They've got Lockie from Alpha Wolf. And they've got Rhea from Crystal Lake. Okay. Pretty heavy vocalists. Cool. Uh, And the the entire EP is pretty cool vibe. It's six songs. Uh, The first song is called The Event. And then each track kind of goes through the five stages of grief as far as the song title. Oh, wow. Which I, I think is a pretty cool uh, aesthetic. I don't know. It's probably been done before, something similar at least. But, well,
0: I haven't heard of that specifically, but you know. Yeah, I mean, that's... I like
1: the vibe a lot. Um, these guys are just absolutely heavy. Um, all the features are going to be incredible. And I think that this, if you're into Deathcore, could be one of your top EPs of the year. Um these guys haven't missed on any of the singles and I've been spinning them constantly on my playlist.
0: Yeah, 100% man. Cool. Okay, another heavy band at number 4. Um moving on, number 3. Number 3. We're changing up. This is the music for
1: all of the light fans. But coming out of Athens, Georgia, we've
0: got REM. Real- REM is back with a new record. No, Are I, on, I wish. It? I wish. Go on, though. Yes. Everybody wishes. Athens, the other band from Athens, Georgia. Here we go. So this is a band called Chapel,
1: and they're putting out their new EP called Room Service. Yeah. I absolutely love this band. Are you familiar with Chapel at Yeah,
0: all? I, I am. I think they're great. I, I, this mm-hmm. is a band like... I don't know how many monthly listeners on Spotify they have, or like whatever they've they've done. Maybe they're a newer band. This is their second EP, and they've been a band since 2017. Yeah, because, but their stuff, like their music sounds like it should be huge. Like it sounds like it's, it, it, it's like indie rock radio esque. Like it has that Mm -hmm. kind of quality to it. But I'm surprised this band isn't like getting massive, you know?
1: And I 100% agree. Like this band takes kind. And I would say they're kind of pop punky, but definitely more on the indie rock side. Like, I think they're really similar to bands kind of like super, whatever, uh, just yeah. water parks a little bit right. where they've got kind of a, uh, carefree attitude. They're just there to have fun. They're writing bangers. And I absolutely love these guys. Like this is good. I'm going to put this on and be happy music.
0: No, like absolutely. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I mean, you look at their promo photos and like they're mm-hmm. a little bit of, you know, it seems like it's they're not piece. taking themselves too seriously. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. where the water parks comparison comes in because this is definitely like more elect kind of electro than that. I think yeah. um, less rock for sure, but maybe that's part of the the aesthetic and maybe mm-hmm. that's part of why it's not like they're not really pushing it down your throat, you know, mm-hmm.
1: and hmm I just love the aesthetic of this band too, because like their first EP was called Sunday brunch. And this EP is called room service. Um, I have the record from Sunday brunch and it's a picture disc.
0: That's literally just an egg. It's great. Right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Well, like, so I,
1: I really just want this band to put out a full length. Cause this is one of my favorite live bands. Their drummer absolutely goes off. I forget her name, but they're oh, just rad. so fun. And, so dynamic, and they like to play around live. Um, where, um, absolutely incredible. Where did you see them? I forget, I've seen them on tour probably two or three times now. I want to say one time was with Waterparks, too. Oh, okay, um, but I've seen them at like they opened for somebody and they played the Crowfoot Main Hall. Um, they're just they've been around. They're, I think, they're on Rise Records still. So,
0: oh, you know. really? Hmm, yeah, okay. I didn't know, I, I didn't know they, they, they were off. like kind of in our scene. I, I always thought they mm-hmm. were. Sort of like outside or something. But that's that's good yeah. to know. No, I, I, I really do like this band.
1: Yeah, I think scene adjacent
0: is the best way to describe them. There you go. Okay.
1: Uh, speaking of scene. Yes. Let's move on to number two. So number two. Uh, probably one of the best vocalists in our scene. Hands down, by far and away. Uh, we've got Tillian putting out his new album, Factory Reset.
0: Yeah, and Tillian Pearson, uh, you will know him from the being the front man of Dance Gavin Dance. Yep, and he's ventured into some solo stuff in the past, Is and this his he's back. Third,
1: third or fourth solo album?
0: I can't I'm going. not sure. I, I know at least third. Yeah, uh, at least release. I, I don't know if there were EPs or like whatever, but I know he's been at it for a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's had some pretty good success, and I think that his stuff is solid.
1: Yeah, so this is going to be his fourth album. He's got Material Me, Perfect Enemy, The Skeptic, and now, uh, what is it called? Factory Reset. So
0: Yeah. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. The, yeah, he's been and All the
1: guys in Dance, Gavin Dance, do so much work. I
0: can't imagine. <sighs> I know. Uh, busy, busy people, and especially with, you know, seemingly how involved... Like, mm-hmm. these aren't just, this isn't just stuff you kind of just shit out. Like, no you know, and, and we talked in pretty great um, depth, I think, at the end of the year last year about Dance Gavin Dance's Afterburner, how mm-hmm. much I enjoyed the record. I think it's the best Dance Gavin Dance album. And uh, so, so anytime, you know, you have a band do that, and now we have a mm-hmm. solo record from the lead singer, I'm very, very intrigued yeah. uh, for what we're going to have on this thing.
1: I mean Dance Gavin Dance is in the studio too, and they're looking to put out the album by the end of the year. Like this band just never stops. But um enough talking about Dance Gavin Dance as a whole, Tillian. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal vocalist. He so is. talented. And as a songwriter, too. I this is probably one of my favorite kind of quote unquote pop acts. Um I just love his voice. I love the songwriting that he's able to do and put kind of a fresh spin on pop that you don't hear a lot. It's almost kind of, I get you hear a lot of like pop and R&B mixed together, but the way that he does it, it's, it feels different than anybody else. And I don't know if that's because he's bringing the influence from our scene or what he's bringing into it, but it's just got kind of a magic.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with that as well do you know how how he puts this together um, does I he don't. have a backing band does he cuz I, I assume he doesn't play i know play, he has a touring band i assume he doesn't play all the instruments on the record i mean maybe he does i am not sure what happens i, have no I, I idea. just i don't i don't know i don't know this either i assumed you would know mike but uh, regardless you know i think people are buying tillian records to hear tillian sing mhm <laughs> And but the and instrumentals
1: are still so fun on. They it are, too. Oh
0: yeah. Oh absolutely. I mean, for sure. And, you know, Dance Gavin Dance definitely there's Dance Gavin Dance influence into Tillian, you know, because you know, people people mm-hmm. even though he's been in the band for a long time now, and, and actually since tillian has been in Dance Gavin Dance, the band has grown in popularity immensely. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. it still is interesting to to, you know, he was putting out uh music himself before he was in dance Gavin dance.
1: So I've got the deets. I looked it up and I'm going to assume that his last record is very similar to uh, what he's doing on this one. But Tillian on the record for the skeptic play, did the vocals, obviously uh, played guitar, played bass guitar and did the keyboards. And then Chris Crummit who mastered the last dance Gavin dance album, Um, He's done some work with Nothing Nowhere, Knucklepuck's last album, Crown the Empire's acoustic EP, uh, The Last Current's album. This dude's all over the place. Uh, He did the drums, percussion, and backing vocals, as well as uh, producing, mixing, engineering. Okay. um, I assume he's doing a similar thing. Um, And hey, more kudos to Tillian for being an incredibly talented instrumentalist as well, because something that doesn't get talked enough about on on his solo work it's incredible too it there's something to be said about fitting the vibe that you're putting forth um and writing music to go along with that
0: you know yeah hey um i don't know man i don't know man i I don't think tillian can do a lot of wrong i mean i even like his old like his old Mm -hmm. band a lot i mean yeah so yeah the guy is uh the guy is next level he's that good so Mm -hmm. sweet okay uh well um let's get into the number one album of the week first we're going to talk about that over there in the corner of your screen um, com. that's where you go if you want merchandise from bands they're sweet to us they hook us up um look at this shirt huh Huh? is that a rockabilly shirt oh yeah Classic Metallica right up your ass. That's right. I have the Metallica classic metal up your ass with the knife coming up through the toilet. Uh, Shirt. Uh, Silverstein. We did rip this off at one point uh, with the Metallica font. Silverstein, you know, with the the two angles. The toilet Mm. was there. Arm coming up. Box of Kleenex in the hand. Mm -hmm. Emo up your ass
1: beautiful
0: yes we we did this it's a it was a very limited run of t-shirts but we we did make it and we never got a cease and desist so yeah hey, man if you want shirts like this uh mike is that that's a crazy hoodie you're this
1: wearing this is not from rockabellia it's uh, like a two-tone
0: from... like you zip it in the middle yeah. one side's like tie-dye and the zipper, other side's though. black oh it's not no a zipper. zipper
1: Pull over wow Uh, this is from shibori threads they do extremely limited runs of cool deathcore merchandise like this uh this is a brand of sacrifice hoodie
0: oh cool for
1: their latest album uh they did an entire split run like this brand of sacrifice um acacia strain um i forget i think enterprise earth had one shadow tent had one it was a really cool run i wish i would have bought more of the bands but i only bought this one
0: here's what it is awesome stuff Merchandise, band merchandise. You can't buy it at shows. So buy it mm-hmm. at rockabilia.com and use promo code Shane, S H A N E. That's my name. And you get 10% off their already low prices. 10 whole percent. Yeah, it's good. Uh, we're going to get to the number one album of the week after this. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Ooh,
1: I had to take a nice deep breath. After I wasn't that. sure if
0: that was a breath or like a really bad inhale scream. Uh, a little bit of buzz. Yeah, I always call those pterodactyl <laughs> screams because that's what they always sound like to me. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> I don't know how to do them. I don't I don't know how that even works. I feel like I would just start throwing up everywhere if I tried to legitimately try that. But Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, we've gotten through four... Um, hype releases. Pretty hype. Pretty hype releases. Uh, what will number one be, Mike? I'm ready for it. You ready for
1: it? Uh, so not a typical number one for us this week, and not a typical number one for, I think, anybody in this scene. But we've got an electronic music act. Uh, yeah, Por- Porter Robinson is releasing his sophomore record. It's first in seven years. I've been. Waiting for this record since his first record Worlds came out. Yeah. This dude is absolutely massive in the EDM scene and I think super underappreciated everywhere else. What he is doing is just writing absolutely incredible um, bangers all the way through on the first album, all the way through on the singles so far. The way that he writes and records, it's very bright and... I don't know, it's almost like lo-fi mixed with video game music. It's right. happy, it's ethereal. It kind of puts you into this magical like world where once you kind of dive into the music and let it take over, everything's a little more saturated, everything's a little brighter, and it's just a record that I put on, at least the last one, uh when mm-hmm. I want to feel happy. And yeah, it's great.
0: Well, look, Mike, you don't recommend a lot of music in this genre. Uh, yep. And for this to be a number one, it just goes to show how much uh, how anticipated this album has been, and mm-hmm. it's it. I don't know the reason why it's taken seven years uh, for Porter Robinson to put out. I believe it's his second album, isn't it? Or maybe yeah. his third. I don't know. There's you know, there's it's it's with that stuff. There's always remixes mm-hmm. and, and alternate versions and stuff. But can you not know, do much it, of that either. No, no well it's there hasn't no. been a lot of material like there hasn't been singles mm-hmm. or anything like that it's been like kind of radio silence so yep. this is you know this is an artist that has a lot of you know spotify plays and a lot of hype in his scene mm-hmm. that i think now people are going to go like oh shit okay he's back and here it yeah. is the the kind of the the comeback record yeah and
1: i mean i'm really excited for it i listened to a decent bit of electronic music i'd say And Porter Robinson is one of the few that I would go out of my way to recommend. I think that he is absolutely incredible with everything that he does. I think it is so well composed. He takes a very methodical approach to everything. Every tone, every sample that he puts in is very, very purposeful. Yeah. I don't think when I listen to his music, there's not a lot of overwhelming extra, which happens with a lot of electronic music. This is very calming but still very detailed and intricate in a way that I can appreciate and enjoy without kind of being like blown away and wanting to party like a lot of electronic music but not being put to sleep like a lot of slow like other electronic music. It's a really nice middle ground that just feels good to be in. Like yep. if I could write electronic music like this, I would be so happy. I, I don't know how this man does it. It's
0: Just incredible. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I think with with electronic music, and I'm no expert either, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's pretty easy to put together something, you know, generic. Like, you know, you can get some stock samples, and you can put together something relatively quickly, but if you want to do it right, if you want to do something, you know, like some of the greats in that world do, it -hmm. does take time. Yeah. You know, to, to layer it and 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 make it perfect, um, you know, it, it, for sure. Like, it, it is something that I think Porter Robinson doesn't take lightly, obviously, mm-hmm. with, uh, with this being his first album in so long. And I'm excited to jam this. I feel like this is the kind of record you can kind of put on in any space. Like, I could listen yeah. to this in my room laying down with the lights off. I could, mm-hmm. like... Jam this driving in my car real fast. Like yep. there's a lot of different ways to consume it's, this music, which is cool. It kind of like emotionally can kind of go with your vibe, I feel.
1: It's very dynamic. It's one of my go to kind of like uh I wanna zone out in the bathtub albums. I love it when I'm reading. I love it when I'm just kind of doing chores, like if I'm mowing the lawn or something like that. It's just kind of great to put on with anything and it just puts I know I said it makes me feel happy a lot. It just is music that puts you in a better mood. Yeah, and I don't know. It's kind of hard to get that sometimes, especially with us listening to a lot of uh, like heavier music. I know that there's some definitely some uplifting bands, but a lot of our bands in our scene focus on uh, depression and anxiety, uh, heartbreak, all of these kind of sour feelings, and it's a really good way to express that. And sometimes you just need something a little happy.
0: There yeah. you go. That's a good vibe. I love it, Mike. I love that you're, you know, giving it to us and keeping it real, and we're not just sticking to deathcore, even though there's two deathcore Mm -hmm. bands in the top five. Uh, Shall we recap before we get into the honorable mentions? I think we should, because we got a lot of honorable mentions as well. All right. Number
1: five. Number five. We've got the new EP, Silence, by Monasteries.
0: Number four. Number
1: four. We've got the new EP, On Death, by Left to Suffer.
0: Okay. And number three.
1: Number three, we've got the new EP Room Service by Chapel. Lots of Uh,
0: EPs. I'm excited for this Chapel release. Uh, And number two? Number two, we've got the new album Factory Reset by Tillian. Factory Reset. uh, Number two with Tillian. And the number one album of the week is, I'd like to say it. Oh, shit. I don't know the title. I can't. Okay, Mike, you do it. Maybe I left that so that you couldn't. Uh, Number one
1: this week is Nurture by Porter Robinson. Nurture. Oh, that's a great title. I know. I got the box set and it's like all of the art is like these beautiful just like landscape photography pictures that came with like the six inches for each single that all of this
0: cool picture. Oh, you already have it.
1: I don't have it, but it's going to come. Oh, it's coming. Okay. Delayed like all vinyl production. Right. But like. All the artwork on the mock-ups just looks incredible. He's actually doing a cool thing. He's doing a VR uh, album release show on Saturday, with a lot nice. of cool bands too. I forget there were some scene bands on it too. That I'm just gonna look this up because we can cut it out later. But the live people need to know. I love it. But like uh, there's gonna be a. It's all like virtual reality, and you can watch it without virtual reality as well. Oh, my God. Why do you have animations on your website? Oh, his website's <laughs> virtual reality, too. Oh, Jesus.
0: wow. Getting crazy. I, I feel like this this guy, just everything he does, he goes full bore into it. Oh, 100%. So I, I can always respect artists that do that. I mean, yesterday we had uh, Sky Sweetenham of Sumo Psycho. Talking about how all their music videos tell a story and their mm-hmm. whole fan base, like it's like crazy. And I love when when artists are able to do that because, believe me, it's it's not easy.
1: Yeah, and oh, so I'm just going to talk about the notable ones. But they've got Rez on there, which is uh, really dark electronic music. She's also definitely got a style of her own that's kind of hard to replicate. And I really appreciate her work. And we've got Yvette Young, who is a really really cool prog guitarist, like. I can't describe how good she is. She is like, make me want to put down my instrument forever good guitar. <laughs> so
0: that'll be a lot of fun to watch too. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. Well, um, let's get into these honorable mentions. I know you have a lot.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to kind of start with the albums and EPs that I want to talk about first. Uh, we got to talk about it. It was announced yesterday, Tuesday. We're recording this on Wednesday. Um, there's a new Fighter Inferno album coming out. Oh, yeah. Which... I forget which member of Coheed and Cambria this is, but I'm sure you guys will love it. Coheed and Cambria. Not my thing. I like a few songs, but I know this album's going to be big for a lot of you. Um, I wouldn't know how to start talking about it. Are you familiar with the band, Shane? With Coheed? With Prizefighter Inferno.
0: Oh, uh, I've, Oh, yes. I've heard of the band. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I've ever listened to the band. Um, and like to be completely honest, I'm... Yeah, it's just not in yeah. my realm. Um, but... Mm-hmm. I know people will be very excited. Oh yeah, I'm
1: sure it's going to be great. I'm probably going to check it out just because I've never listened to it. Uh, uh, it's
0: like message- the Postal
1: Service meets Coyote Can't Storylines. Yes, that's exactly.
0: Those. That's what uh, Neil Anglin is saying. It sounds like so. We will. I think he's a smart dude and knows what's up. So yeah, could we'll be it. could be cool. Oh yeah, uh, we've got the new
1: Wonder EP coming out. Yes, which is. Uh, absolutely awesome another andy Sizek project we've talked about this man so much we are just Dude, beating it into your
0: skulls now <laughs> yeah i feel like every week we talk about him in, mm-hmm. s- in some way shape or form uh and but one wonder is uh it's kind of his pop much, punk project yeah it's all it's soft there's no screaming mm-hmm. like people are starting to know andy Sizek as like a as a you know a metal aggressive vocalist but this is just a scene vocalist this is his roots yeah. though yeah um,
1: it's absolutely awesome stuff. There's a bunch of there. I think there's two or three new singles and a bunch of acoustic renditions of older songs from the band. Uh, so that's why it's not in the top five, but I think yeah. it's going to be a really fun. Little EP for everybody to go check out. I love the album artwork on it. It's got a great color palette. Nice. It's very important. Nice. Uh, okay. Wonder. Yes. Next. Well, uh, yeah, next, not last, uh, we've got the new bottom after midnight, uh, EP. Um, this one, I kind of wanted to fit it in, but um, is what it is. I want to talk about Monasteries a little more. Um, Children of Bodom, all of the members except for the one who didn't leave Children of Bodum, uh, mm. including Alexi Laiho, who recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the last music he's going to produce as vocalist, uh, guitarist, obviously. Um, it's going to be kind of an emotional listen. Absolutely. I've um, already heard one of the three songs, and... It's going to sound like bottom. I'm very happy for this. Can't wait to listen to it. Uh, we've got this fun new band that I found called red hook. I don't know exactly where they're from, but they're kind of like pop punk alternative. They're putting out an EP that should be a lot of fun. I think it's called bad decisions. Okay. Um, let me just check real quick. Yeah. It's called bad decisions. Uh, they got about like 120,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Cool. Uh, it looks like they're from Australia because they've got an Australia show on their uh Spotify.
0: Oh, so they're already back. They're already back, probably touring and yeah. doing everything, man. Yeah, but damn it, it Australians, here's... you already have the best country, and now you're doing stuff again. I know. It says your fans also like Sumo
1: Psycho, so we just you just had them, yeah, on the show yesterday. Yeah, so similar vibe to that. All right, cool. Uh, and the last EP, and I haven't looked too much into this. I. Th- heard that there's supposed to be an outlining color ep i haven't seen much on that um kind of a post hardcore band that's a lot of fun um let me just look real quick i'll confirm it i know they've had a couple singles out so i kind of believe it but i haven't seen anything official really who knows
0: okay who knows okay
1: um so this is supposed to be part two i think they had imposter syndrome part one last year and i think this is supposed to i don't know but if it comes out it comes out cool if not not uh and then uh there's a new album from dinosaur jr oh yeah. Yeah.
0: oh yeah yeah oh yeah classic i'm mean, legends uh pff, you know whatever you want to call them all alternative i mean it's yeah. hard like you know they're just so influential on so many you know mm-hmm. bands that that you Know indie rock and, and everything else. Um, yeah, that's I'll, I'll, I'm interested to check that out. It's yeah. um, it is it a brand a new record? When was the last time they put one out? Um,
1: I'm not sure, I think it's been a couple of years at least.
0: Yeah, um.
1: I had to put it in all the way to junior cause
0: dinosaur pileup comes up. My <laughs> oh yeah. Mine came yeah. up right away. That's, that's the algorithms. 2016 like, was the last one. Yeah. It looks like so. 2016, 2012. So they, they have been putting records out,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, um, pretty been consistently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely known, you know, most, mostly for the, the stuff in the, like, I'd say early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jay Mass being like, you know, very influential guitar player as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool. That's um that's definitely one for, for people to check out. Uh or go back and listen to some of the classic Dinosaur Junior stuff as well. Uh you know, a lot of bands a lot of some of your favorite bands wouldn't exist without them.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Uh and then to kind of get into the singles, um, I've heard a little birdie. Mm. And I can't remember if I've seen anything officially posted. But I've heard a little birdie. Saying that there's going to be a new Bear Tooth single on Friday.
0: Oh yeah, I actually yeah. have not. That birdie missed my house. Mm, it just shit on my head and left. Damn. No, I, uh, no, I'm excited. I, I don't even know yeah. which is the next song they're planning yeah, on. Releasing. I don't remember either. I didn't make uh, a note of the song. So. I mean, I have talked about how I've heard this record and it bangs. So I, they can't, they can't go wrong. This uh, jury's I'm still excited. out for me, but we'll see. I know. I know you're hard. You're hard to please, Mike. I am. I the, uh, yeah. It's I don't know, man. Maybe maybe you just need to sit down with the record to get it. Uh, yeah, but, but it's I don't know. very possible. This I mean, uh, this this birdie will is going to deliver you some banging jam. I believe. We shall see. Uh, coming
1: in with something that I guaranteed know is going to be an absolute banger. Eminence is putting out a new single. Mm-hmm. This is great band from Finland. At least I want to say it's Finland. It's one of the European countries. Um, <laughs> the lead singer is also a violinist. It's absolutely incredible. Super well written music. That's I funny. Love these guys so much.
0: I'll tell you when we when Silverstein first started, we we put violin on a couple tracks mm-hmm. on our like first, even on our first demo. Yeah. So so I was like, okay, well we like we got a we got like a dude or actually a girl to play it, you know, on that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well we're not gonna like we don't want another person in the band. You know, we, it's not in every song. So I'm like, you know what? How hard can it be? So I went out, I bought a violin. Now how How'd fucking hard go. it is? Real Very fucking hard. hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, I play guitar. Like, you know, it can't be that, that it's different. It's just strings. Right? Like, yeah, you just put your fingers and doing a thing and <laughs> it's, uh, it was fucking hard and I, yeah, yeah, I gave up. I gave up so fast.
1: Yeah, this dude plays the violin live at all their shows too. Absolutely incredible band. Sick. Super talented. Sick amazing songwriting uh came out yesterday we got a new single from hot mulligan one of my favorite oh, yeah. Michigan pop punk bands yeah i love their last record so good the new single is awesome it's from an ep coming out at the end of may sweet i'm really excited for this these guys are great and i'm not gonna say a super underrated pop punk band because i think they're kind of blowing up with the last release but if you haven't listened to hot mulligan yet you really should
0: be because they're yep. doing some great things yep i'm in on them too mike hell yeah
1: uh coming with something that all of the old school scene kids are probably going to love. we get the first single from Zombie 2 by the Devil Wars Prada on Friday.
0: Yeah man, this is exciting. Um, actually we had Jeremy on uh, the stream uh, with Silverstein mm-hmm. m- week two weeks ago uh, and he talked about it a little bit and just it's kind of crazy how they put out this EP. Yeah. It was kind of like okay, here's like a little transitional thing and it ended up being their most loved uh mm-hmm. release was you know the original zombie EP mm-hmm. from about 10 years ago and here it is and they're they're giving their fans what they want uh he it's said. It's a
1: high bar though. Like this is something that is to be approached so delicately I think because fans are expect like it's been 10 years, 11 years. So fans are expecting like something clouded with nostalgia. Is it going to meet the expectations? I think it will, because I think Devil Wars Prada has only gotten better and better as they've aged. And I think they're at the top of their game right now. The act is an absolutely incredible album and I'm super excited with this. And I think they're going to meet, if not exceed with this record.
0: Yeah. They've had an interesting trajectory a little bit uh, with, with their band members. And some of those songwriters Mm -hmm. have left the band you know, and they've acquired new songwriters, which is always interesting when, you know, you, they obviously bring their own influences, but then mm-hmm. they also are on the trajectory that the band's in. So it'll be interesting adding those guys into the band and they're great songwriters, um, both Kyle and John, but yeah. them trying to kind of mimic a time when they weren't in the band, I think it could mm-hmm. be a cool recipe, you know, um, yeah. the same way that, like, when J.J. Abrams, you know, takes over uh star wars or star trek and it's like Mm -hmm. he's a fan and now he's writing it and it's awesome you know because he's so talented i wouldn't go that far with star wars but i think it's pretty i think i think the reboot the newest star wars reboot's been pretty good
1: it's it it uh, it was as somebody who has a full star wars chess piece it's better than most movies out there
0: but it's not good for star wars yeah but well then well what, what do you think of episode one two and three then Those are coated with nostalgia because I was a child. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you see those before you saw the original? No. Okay.
1: My my dad was a good father. And when I was, I think, five years old before I went to go see episode one uh, Mm -hmm. in theaters, Mm because I've been to every uh, Star Wars movie premiere since I've been born, uh, he showed me the original trilogy. I was hooked. I love the entire vibe. I love Jar Jar because I was a little kid, right? (laughs) Um, But no, I love Star Wars. I love everything about it. I love the sequels for what they are. Uh, They're still fun space adventure with tinges of comedy. Am I going to put them on episode five or episode three or Rogue One or something like that? No.
0: Right. But did I enjoy them in the theaters? Yeah. I'm not sure how old I was when, when episode one came out. I was probably about 18, Mm-hmm. and I remember going to definitely it. not the age for Jar Jar <laughs> oh yeah I, I went to the theater so much hype man like oh yeah so much hype I went with my friend Bry, and like the movie started you know we watched the movie mm-hmm. and like I don't know about three quarters of the way through the movie I just turned to him and I go what the fuck are we watching and he goes great soundtrack <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't wrong <laughs> I mean, it is I love, still one of the best soundtracks maybe of any movie ever it's really I, good
1: I think I love episode 1 more than I love episode 2 just because like episode 2 like it sets up the start of the Clone Wars and everything and that's great like episode 1 really sets up like and um what Dave Filoni the guy who is currently kind of he's not in charge but he's in charge of Star Wars he's writing all the Clone Wars he's writing the Mandalorian he's doing all that stuff um he's talked about episode one and I kind of really vibe with this and it's how he like Anakin loses Qui-Gon Jinn who is supposed to be like a father figure. And that's how he goes on this like uh, downward spiral because Obi-Wan's not like a father figure. He's more of a brother. Right. And they kind of portray that through the entire prequels. So without this like strong parental figure, Anakin mm-hmm. kind of goes off the rails and stuff like that. That's why it's the song during that fight scene with Darth Maul is called Duel of the Fates. Because it's kind of this dichotomy, or dichotomy between like the fate of Anakin will he go to the light or the dark, and it sets up everything. Wow, which is super cool. I am a huge Star Wars I, nerd. Those I, are all Star Wars books.
0: I don't know but, if we've actually even talked about Star Wars, but I just have to I bring up J.J. Abrams for like one second, and here we go <laughs> uh, we in go. the middle of the honorable mentions. But um, I, I will say this before we we well, we're talking prequels. I didn't Mm -hmm. think episode three was too bad. I thought it was a decent way to end Mm -hmm. that whole, you know, kind of shit show. I thought it was, I thought actually it was okay.
1: Yeah. Light saber fights in three are primo too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I also saw it in Australia. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, I had a great day and I'm a firm believer that like the mood that you're in when you see a movie can really change you know, um, just your opinion of it. Like, I remember I was I saw Austin Powers Three in theaters, and I've never laughed harder in my life. Is it the funniest movie ever? I mean, no. it's pretty funny, but it's like, good, but. but I was just in that mood, and that you know that mm-hmm. that really can can make a big deal, a big difference. 100%. I mean,
1: okay, all right, Devil's Prada to the honorable mentions, Wars Prada new song, first off, zombie. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the only single. I hope it's the only single because I kind of want to go into this record a little blind um can't wait okay uh next single that we want to talk about uh wizard throne one word all capitals this band's awesome it is a power metal supergroup from nuclear blast uh the bands that are on it are glory hammer necrogoblican troll Duggan. <laughs> Uh, Aesa <laughs> and then Christopher Bose from Aelstorm is in it. Nice. These guys are pretending to be wizards. It's freaking great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. What was the name of this?
1: Wizard Throne.
0: Amazing.
1: The, all the artwork is cool. It's very similar. I'm not going to say it's similar to Aelstorm. It's definitely heavier than Aelstorm, but like the vibes I get are very similar. Um, Chris is playing the keyboards. It
0: sounds great. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I just, you know, Mike, Mike and I, everyone listening to this, it's no secret Mike and I are huge Aelstorm fans. Like, Massive. I cannot wait, Mike, for the day the border opens mm-hmm. and Aelstorm is playing at like what? St. Andrews? Maybe. Maybe,
1: maybe. a little bit bigger. If maybe. that.
0: Like, okay. All right. And we, and I can just head over there and we can have like ridiculous sized beers and just like be in, in the pit singing along while smashing our cans of beers into each other, <laughs> pretending we're pirates. Like, 100%. I cannot wait for this moment, Mike. It's going to be beautiful. Yes. And in the meantime, we have Wizard Throne.
1: Yes. And I'm super excited They yeah. announce an album for two, month, or two months away. It's going to be a good time. Nice. Um, Sweet. Can't wait for it. Sweet. We've got three more singles, all kind of small bands. Uh, we've got a new single from this awesome deathcore band called Filth coming out of Virginia. Uh, these guys are Brutally heavy i listen to the song it's earth shattering it's got a cool intro it just it feels wet and nasty when you listen to it and that's kind of what you want from some deathcore and this fits the bill uh we've got math metalcore post hardcore hardcore kind of amalgamation of everything super cool group kawanashi kawanashi however you like yeah. to say that mm-hmm. um these guys are absolutely incredible they put out a new single and announced their new album um, I'm pretty sure this was two days ago and they've already sold out of the Vinyl record pre-orders. And are, I don't know if they're going to do a second run. Who knows? But these guys are insane. They're blowing up. They're a hugely fun band. I love seeing these guys live every chance I get. They have so much energy and it's just incredible. Uh, and then the last single that I want to talk about is Wargasm. They're a really cool punk electro band from the UK. Um, they incorporate a lot of kind of metal, like industrial influences with punk and electronic and they write really heavy really angry bangers that i love to throw on when i'm in the gym
0: nice if you okay. haven't heard of them
1: go listen to spit and tell me you didn't headbang okay i don't believe you
0: um and someone brought up in the chat um and it was brought up uh, earlier by neil uh, anglin but mm-hmm. i i want to bring this up to you mike H- are you familiar with this jeff rosenstock record no dreams that came out last year
1: i am a little
0: bit so well, it, it wouldn't say super familiar. You probably saw it on a lot of end of year lists. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was kind of like the 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 cool punk record of the year, and it was. I mean, I mean, um, the Cheeto Head says it was his favorite album of 2020. I think it's a great record, and I wasn't mm-hmm. aware of the ska version that came out, where we have replacement songs, song titles all in a ska Beautiful. theme. Um, for example, the first track on No Dream is is No Time. The first track on Sky Dream is No Time to Skank. Beautiful. Um track two is called uh, Nikes. And on 2021 it's called uh, uh, sorry, on, on the twenty twenty one release of Sky Dream, it's called Airwalks. Beautiful. So um, yeah, No Dream, Sky Dream. We've got, uh, <laughs> instead of The Beauty of Breathing, we have The Rudy of Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. So there you go. A message to you, Rudy. Um, you
1: love to see it.
0: So yeah, so that is that is something. And uh, uh, yes, for our, all of our punk rockers out there uh, who maybe dabble in the ska punk genre, check out that mm-hmm. release as well.
1: Hell yeah. But that's all the honorable mentions I've got. Um, It's going to be another fun week. I think uh, there's a lot of releases that aren't people's kind of typical style with Tilly and putting out pop. uh, Porter Robinson with an electronic chapel with their kind of industrial synth wavy thing going on. I think it's going to be a good week for experimentation for a lot of people. If they like to check out everything that we talk about on here.
0: Absolutely, man. Well, Mike, we did it. Thank you for all of these really cool, really unique releases. And next week, we'll talk about them again right here. Same bat time, same bat channel. Boom. Boom. We did it.